Hey, uh, what's going on, Miles? Yeah, not much, not much. Just uh, mm-hmm. cleaning my toes. What about you? Cleaning your toes. Um, strangely enough, I'm also cleaning your toes. Um, why don't you do this more often? Thank you. Your toes need to be cleaned far more often. Yeah. Do you wear, do you wear, are you I, socks? I was, do, do you wear socks like I, all the time? You seem like a guy that would wear socks all the time. Like you get home, yeah, you're walking around in socks, you take your shoes off at the door, but you're always wearing socks. Is that is that a thing? I actually wear I actually wear slippers around the house always. Yeah, I bought slippers. some slippers recently. It's changed the game, man. Totally yeah. changed the game. Are, are they like yeah. super grippy so you don't trip falling down the stairs? Yeah, I can walk up walls on them. It's wicked. The grip's really good. Yeah, yeah. Send me the Amazon link because I could use a pair of those. I could, yeah, I don't walk up enough walls these days. Although they've only got one star on Amazon because everyone keeps getting head injuries because you get on the ceiling and then the grip goes and then it's just mess. Whoa, what a feeling! Yeah, yeah. When you're dancing on the ceiling. Um, Mind blowing. I, I'm, I just don't do socks anymore, man. Like ever since, ever since I started staying home, I was like, ah. I used to have so many pairs of socks. When I was a restaurant worker, I'd have like hundreds of pairs of black socks. Like my, my, my mom every Christmas would give me another pack of like 20 black socks. And so after just a few years, it's just how many black socks do I need? And then, um, and then, you know, stop working at the restaurant, stopped leaving the apartment. And now I just don't wear socks ever. Even if I have to leave the wow. house for a little bit, just throw some shoes on, whatever. I'm just going to take them off in a second anyway. Yeah. That's cool. Well, welcome to Socks Cast Live, everyone. Uh, we've got a lot of socks to talk about, haven't we? Miles, are there any physical socks coming out this year? Or is it all going to be digital? Mm, I think all di- digital socks are, are the future. Sweet. Sweet. Well, that'll make my collection easier to keep up with. All right, man, let's start the show. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Before we start, just a quick question. You just ruined it. I, you just ruined my intro. Is, like, all right, let's start the there, show. And then, and then you ruined it. No, 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 no. Okay, but listen, listen, wait, wait, wait. Is... You can ruin my intro, but don't you fucking ruin my outro in an hour from now. When I when I say, have a good weekend, don't don't you be like... Don't you be jumping in there and ruining my outro. Okay, I'm going to hold you to this. I'm going to get mad all over again. What? I, go ahead. You ruined my intro. Go ahead. Go ahead. What do you have to say? Is there a, is there a <laughs> PSVR 2 game where your character wears socks? <laughs> I don't know. Probably most of them. I don't know. You sure? I, mean, I don't know. Tell we're us in the like, chat. We're I'm wearing, armor, wearing armor in a lot of games and, and shoes and stuff. Who knows what's going on underneath there? I, I don't, I don't exactly. think a lot of my characters are running around without, without pants or... Or shorts mm. and stuff. I don't know. Oh, I guess mm. another fisherman's tail. I think he's wearing socks. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can sleep tonight. Can, no, can no. we start the show now? Yeah, why not? Start the show. Oh, God. Of course, we're gray boxes. Did we fix that? There we go. Dude, I love it. Jim Perona in the chat says, I love socks, especially sandals. Actually, especially with sandals. Um, or I love socks, especially with sandals. I read it wrong. I thought I said, I love socks, especially with scandals. And I thought it was, oh, I was like, wow, are there, are there a lot of socks with scandals surrounding them? I just I just don't know. I just don't know. But that doesn't matter because this is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday right here on PSVR. That Pro, we do it live for your viewing pleasure on YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern. That's my time. My time down here. I don't know what time it is your time. Please stop asking me. Google can figure that shit out for you. Or the video tells you when you click on it. Listen, I'm not a mathematician. And I'm even less a world magician. My name is Brian Pollock from the channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here to my right, it's Miles Dyer from YouTube.com slash Miles. Hey, Brian. 
Uh, hey, Game Cats, lovely chat about socks. I, I'm always surprised when we start every show uh, with the intros of like what the conversation is going to be about, and it's always a surprise. There we go. There's uh, feet. There's feet. Someone's going to finish out there that that worked for. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. has just joined membership. I and think most people just joined membership now. Yeah. Cool. But no, do, do, doing good. Um, I've just finished two Let's Plays because uh, we've obviously on Sunday, we've got the top 25. And tomorrow, I'm actually finally having a social life and seeing some friends. So I crammed all my Let's Plays into today. So I know, <laughs> social life. Come but, on. Come on. You'll, you'll learn. Spend a couple more years with me, Miles, and you'll find out social lives are totally overrated. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, that's that's how it is for me normally. But occasionally I like to see a friend. But, uh, yeah, I've just done uh, two Let's Plays, uh, two hours of uh, The Light Brigade. Had a really good time with that. Went in blind. Hadn't played it before. Uh, really, really good time. Um, and actually, if any game cats out there would like to win a copy of The Light Brigade, EU key, uh, on my live stream in the comments, there is um, a description on how you can have a chance to win. I'm picking a winner on Monday. Um and uh, then I did Star Tenders PSVR two version. Um, I had a really good time with it. I liked I liked Star Tenders on PSVR. There was a lot of issues with tracking because of the motion, uh, uh, the move controllers that obviously the new uh, Sense controllers have fixed have been absolutely amazing. And then straight after this live stream, after Gamescast Live, I'm going to be doing a let's play of Synapse, Synapse, whatever you want to call it, Synapse. Um, apes yeah. um, so uh any game cats that want to tune in for that afterwards it's probably gonna be 1 a.m my time till three um and i have a couple of game <laughs> keys to give away for that as well so stay tuned miles what time is that my time <laughs> uh it's gonna be 8 p.m your time fantastic yeah okay. i could have just googled I, it and i could have actually thought about it and given an actual i think it is 8 p.m i just went with what felt right I don't know. Don't worry. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep today's episode real short. I'm still. I'm still recovering from Monday's three-hour extravaganza, and uh, I'm like, I'm. Yep. I mean, I've got. Dude, I've got so much going on right now. I'm trying to play two games for review. I'm trying to uh, finish my survive review, uh, which is nearly done. Which, by the way, I, I swear, you know, I finished that game. And I swear the more you play it, the better it gets. Uh, it's surprising how much content there is in there. And like, once you get over all the things that are so irritating they're going to keep most people from playing it like it's a lot of fun it with friends i take it back with friends yeah. agreed and and i've been playing it a lot recently as well and been having a blast with it and as as you've been we've been talking about like the more you play the more fun you have as you get to like the later maps and that um yeah it, it genuinely feels like and i don't mean this to be disparaging of the dev like it genuinely feels like a game that as they made it they learned more and were able to make a better and better game. If, if yeah. indeed the level maps were the order they made them, um, there's just some really cool moments. Like whether you're in the sewers, in the dark, flickering lights, that's really cool. Sometimes you're outside in the foggy woods yeah. and other times you're searching building to building. And um, graphics are the low point. Like, let's get that out of the way. Like graphics are not impressive, but there's just so much within these worlds that it's like kind of easy to overlook a little bit. Yeah, and I, I genuinely, I, I don't mean to be cliche, I, I just treat it like playing classic Resident Evil, but in VR. 
it, it just feels like that. Um, you know, you know those classic open world Resident Evil games, <laughs> right? But you know, when you, when you're switching the pistol and you're like running out, I just there's moments all you're having to do like running around them. I'm just like, yeah, this is must be what it was like being a, in an actual Resident Evil game. <laughs> uh, the headbite, which is an interesting screen name, uh, asks in the chat: the Light Brigade is is still. Is it still viable after Synapse? Uh, I will get it on disc in September anyway, but I don't know if I want to break the seal to grind it. Uh, listen, breaking the seal, grinding on it. I don't know if these are things you want to do with video games, uh, but you should play it. I, I, the Light Brigade is far deeper and has far more replayability, and you get far much far more game time out of it than Synapse will ever give you. Um, is Synapse just has that immediate fun factor that uh, the Light Brigade doesn't quite have. Um, but the Light Brigade's fantastic just because it's, you know, a little tamer. I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think that means anything. I think that means you should still absolutely play it. Yeah, I, I, I found uh, playing um, the Light Brigade tonight, it's just got a different feel to um, Synapse. Um, Synapse is, um, you know, very fast-paced. I always say it's very Doom-like in its fast gameplay, um, whereas uh, the Light Brigade is a lot more slow-paced. You know, you're patrolling these areas. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, I, I think they're very different, and I, I, I've loved them both with uh, everything I've played of both of them so far. So I think they're both worth getting if that's your kind of game. Yeah, I play them wildly differently uh i play light brigade so defensively uh and, and yeah. which is actually how i played Syn- uh, synapse at first at, at first i was you know cr- uh, hiding behind every single wall um kind of trying to be as stealthy as possible just like to keep out of sight and then eventually i i grew some balls and, and, and started just running in guns blazing uh telekinesis blazing guns blazing telekinesis blazing one of those sounds good, yeah. the other doesn't. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so, but, but I, I think from start to finish, the Light Brigade, I played very defensively. So, different kind of game. Uh, we got a couple tips here that I don't want to let get too far away before the show even started. Twitcher, the single player game cat, hit us up with two quid, says, I think Synapse is quite good. Thank you. We, we agree with you. Uh, and with another two quids, Twitcher, uh, reiterated, in fact, I would say very good. Very good indeed. Everybody's got an opinion, Miles. They Twitcher, do. Twitcher has two. That's allowed. Professor Lilith with the $5 tip says, Hello, GameCads. The voters have spoken in this week's Sunday multiplayer, 2 p.m. Eastern. Google what time that is for you. Uh, will be <gasps> Demio. Dude, Demio. Uh, okay, it's. Uh, she says, Join us for PSVR 2's best tabletop dungeon crawler. I'm excited, man. Like, I, I, I hope I can find time. I wouldn't find... Three hours on Sunday uh, to go play some Demio because that game is so much fun and I haven't played it in yep. a while. My review is like so close to being done. I got to just got to get in there, play a little bit more, finish that shit up, edit the crap out of it. Um, Demio, 2 p.m. Eastern. You going to be there, Miles? Uh, I'd love to be. I'll have to see how I'm doing um, with time because my weekend is pretty it's stacked as it is. So hard. But, um, it's so hard to to be to just show up on on Sunday. Sometimes. And and, and Demio that. is a game you can't just jump in and out of. Like it takes a lot. You got to commit um, okay. to play the full campaigns if that's what you're doing. <laughs> I think um, I, I have so many saved games in uh, in Demio <sighs> where it's like we're on four. You know, between four one and two, or between four two and three, and it's just like I don't I don't I don't know if I'm ever going to get back to them. I don't know who I who I started playing them with. They're just kind of everywhere because I'm just like I I can't commit to that much time. So, uh, but at least at least you can save it between fours. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
we've got not sure brando i'm sure brando with the ten dollar tip says gorn it's the perfect game vr non rpg first person shooter die platforming rogue unlike simulator if that's all the things you're looking for not sure brando sure has the game for you um <laughs> darth vader the game cat with a ten dollar tip says synapse is an absolute power trip i wanted a game that gives you powerful force powers and makes you feel like a jedi or sith i'm having a blast throwing enemies around like a ragdoll it's so good it's just so good and we can describe it as best as we can the review that you did can describe it and show it as best you can until you you're in the game and you're doing it yourself it is yeah it's it's one of the most it's one of the best feelings in vr Slapping that ass, and I know it's slapping the bass, but <laughs> slapping that ass is so much funnier. With the five dollar tip, says I went to the eye doctor today. Uh, did you slap that ass the to get ass. a new prescription? The second I got back into the car, I ordered my Hans VR lenses. I can't wait for them to show up, dude. Awesome. Listen, I just I just talked to Hans, and I was like, dude, I think I think I accidentally sold a bunch of Hans VR lenses over the last couple of weeks <laughs> because yours are the only ones that showed up. Like I talked to uh, like four different lens companies and said, hey, I, I want to do a comparison video. I want to do this, and everybody was like, yes, we definitely want you to cover our, our lenses, and we're going to send them to you. Like you know, they they all took my prescription, they got my uh, information, and, uh, and and Hans VR ones are the only ones that showed up, and so they're the only ones I can go to bat for right now, and so. Even though they're not supposed to be like the top tier ones, like real optics are supposed to be the top tier ones because they're the most expensive as well. I haven't tried them. And so I was like, I think I accidentally sold a bunch of Hans VR lenses before I even was able to do a review. But I'll tell you, I don't, I don't know how I lived without them. So I hope you enjoy them too. I'm just scanning, making sure we didn't miss any other tips. That's good. That's good. Nice. Uh, guys, uh, if you don't know already, you should be subscribing to Miles over at youtube.com slash Miles. The link for that's in the description below. He's doing live streams like crazy. He's a madman. Madman. 1,700 live streams a week. I don't know how you keep up with them. Uh, but you should also be joining our Discord. Click that link in the description below and come hang out with us uh, because that's where conversations like this happen 24-7, usually in voice chat when I'm getting ready for the show. In fact, all the conversations you'll hear on the show I already had on voice chat 30 minutes ago. <laughs> um but uh, if, if you head on over there, you can get your questions read on the show without sending us a goddamn cent. Just like Paddle65 did in the Viewer Takeover channel on our Discord. He writes, Brian and Miles, please, could you do a section discussing which of the current and upcoming VR games will have a physical release? I plan to get Hubris, Synapse, Red Matter 2, but was wondering if they will have discs and not just digital. Thank you. Miles, we live in an interesting time, I think, uh, when for this question to be asked. It, it's... It, it used to be, you know, I would say even before the PSVR one generation, uh, that physical and digital games launched at the same time. Many games yeah. never came to digital like years and years ago, games that were too big, right? Like, you know, when Xbox Live Arcades uh, first launched, it was m mostly smaller games. You weren't getting full retail games uh, to be able to download. Hard drives weren't that big. The 360 launched without a hard drive. <laughs> So, there, I mean, all sorts of reasons. Actually, without a hard drive or just a small hard drive? It's been a while, man. I can't remember. Um, it's so weird, though, because we're in this weird situation where in VR, like, Perp Games is pulling a lot of the physical weight. And yep. most of their agreements seem to be to publish the physical game long after the digital version has come out. Um, so there are a few examples. You, you, you said you were on the, the Perp 
site and and they have a bunch of physical games that are coming out, right? Yep. What do you get? Yeah, we, we talked about we have Star Wars, don't they? They've got a few coming out with VR Skate, so a lot of upcoming games. Madison, mm-hmm. um, the uh, is it fun? What was the um, Happy Funland? Happy Funland. Yeah, I was going to say Fun Town. Uh, <laughs> ca- sure Cave Digger, Cave Digger Two. They've done it with uh, Discronia, Chronos uh, Alternate. Um, they've done it with. Um, let me have a look here. There's a few more. Um, um, did, did it w- that upcoming Numata game is uh, going to have a physical version? Um, yes, but, um, but- the Light Brigade uh, is going to have a version soon. Uh, Seeker My Shadow. Uh, they've got Afterlife VR. Obviously, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. Oh, Afterlife VR. Oh man, I kind of want that in my yeah. collection. Synthriders remastered. Song in the Smoke rekindled. Um, yeah, it did. It's- You've listed a couple there that I completely forgot had come to uh, come to physical. Um, so, oh man. So, so now you know what I'm really wondering about. I'm wondering about I. You know, if you look at if you, Endreams has said publicly that Synapse there's no physical version planned. I guarantee you, at some point there will be a physical version of Synapse, like whether it be a limited run version or or some other company, or whether Perp Games picks it up. Um, Red Matter Two is another interesting one. Uh, I've got a sneaky suspicion that Vertical Robot will be bringing Red Matter One over to PSVR Two as well. And Red Matter One came to PSVR One physically, but only in the form of limited run games. I think it was like 1,200 copies or something along those lines. So it was super limited. Uh, and so I would bet that once Red Matter 1 gets over to PSVR 2, we'll get a we'll get a bundle. We'll get two games on one disc. Uh, and I think that would be amazing. I think that would be a that would be a great game to get on disc. Definitely. Definitely. What other games do you list? Um, Hubris. Another another great one for for physical, but again, no no plans have been announced for that. Uh, and it kind of, kind of, kind of sucks. We're, we're, we're in an era where we're going to get fewer physical games this generation than, than we ever got last gen or even the generation before that. It's, it's physical is physical's dying out. Uh, and as somebody who obviously loves physical games and collecting, uh, it bums me out. It bums me out. And even though I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go as digital as I can for PS5. You're saying games like song in the smoke rekindled. And I was like, Oh, that really needs to be on my shelf. Right. And like did, did Beat Saber ever have physical on PSVR? No, no. no. Which I, I both I understand why, but I also am like you'd think for a game of that, you know, when you're you're thinking, people, obviously we're in a different world now. But when PSVR came out, you know, people go shopping and they, you know, they see the headset on the shelf and they're like, what games could I get with it? You know, um, but then it was always about the VR worlds and and sort of the bundles in that way. Yeah. Um, um, because uh, Horizon Call the Mountain had, did it have actual physical box no. with? They didn't. It was, it was no. A, there's no did, physical, and even Play Asia was, listed a physical copy on their site. I don't know if they were just wow. assuming, uh, or if maybe there was one plan and it never happened. But yeah, no physical. So it was just a digital code with that uh, PSVR2 bundle. Yeah. Yep. Pretty crazy. Mm. Uh, and Beat Saber, you know, like uh, Beat Saber. I think Beat Saber is kind of, or Beat Games is sort of in this position where they're like, we don't have to do shit. Right, like right. some companies are like, I'd love to sell another thousand or five thousand or seven thousand copies of our game, but P Games is like, we don't even have to put our game on sale. It's just killing it every month, and so I, I think yep. they're just like, well, we don't have to do shit in that department. We'll just keep putting out DLC. The game will keep selling, no worries. Um, also, how many people would buy the Beat Saber disc and go? This, these are the only, 
These are the only songs? Like, it's good. There's right. all this DLC. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah, you're buying a disc and there's nothing on it. <laughs> trying to think what else. Um, Before Your Eyes is a game just because it's BAFTA. It's a BAFTA winning. Like, um, it's, you know, it has a lot of prestige with that studio. It just seems like the kind of game that would, would have physical versions. Sure. Um just thinking and and the walking day uh, walking dead saints and sinners the original never had physical or did it the original on psvr1 did um yeah that's what yeah and so i i don't know what the i don't know what the deal is for uh for chapter two you would assume it you assume the same thing would happen with chapter two that would probably get it be, be a good uh, good bundle uh be, creed be creed bundle. creed did didn't it the original creed a lot of yeah. servios's original games did battle wake creed um I think I think per, put out like some kind so. of raw data. It was like part of some collection or something. I don't think it was, was by it. itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know some Serbios bundle or something. I forget what happened. Anyway, anyway, um, Miles, the big topic of the day uh, is actually a viewer takeover question. I love days like this when there's not a whole lot of news to talk about. We get to kick back, kind of put our uh, unsocked feet up in front of the camera. <laughs> And relax, uh, and 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 kind of have like some like little thought experiment. Like we did this with like what if Spider-Man VR came to uh, you know came to PSVR two, or what if Spider-Man came to PSVR two? We did this little thought experiment um, where it was like, well, if it did, how would this work, right? And we sort of tried to figure out um, uh, how different mechanics would work in VR. That you know, obviously, the people said, oh, you know, this, there's no way this come to VR because of this, 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 and this. And we were like trying, this, uh, we're sitting here trying to come up with solutions and like fun little thought experiments like that. I like it. Oh, by the way, uh, GC13 in the chat from Skydance says uh, that's the plan uh, as far as uh, the Saints and Sinners Chapter Two. So it does sound like a retribution physical is in the works. Nice. Um, so, uh, the newest thought experiment, this, this is, I'm stealing something from you. What did you call it? We, we've called them thought, ex- what, thought experiments in the past. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did steal that from you. Okay. Yeah. Also, Townsman VR. I completely forgot. Townsman VR is coming to physical as well. Sorry, I'm still on the last topic somehow. Uh, That's but, right. I think you mentioned Townsman, didn't you? Or did, uh, I, did I just read it in the chat? I don't know. I, I don't listen when I talk. <laughs> I especially don't listen when other people talk. So the fact that we get through one of these every single week is kind of crazy. <laughs> Um, three is even crazier. Uh, so Izzard in our viewer takeover channel, give us our newest thought experiment. And he wrote, if you could dream slash assemble or dream assemble a PSVR two developer super group, remember super groups, remember bands that came together in the nineties and early two thousands, right? Roadrunner United. Do you remember that? No. Roadrunner records that originally had like Nickelback and stuff like that, but they were, they were signing up Slipknot, Fear Factory, um, all the biggest metal bands were on Roadrunner Records and they did an album called Roadrunner United and they basically got all of their bands to oh mix God. and match and they did they actually toured with it as well. Uh which was cool. Trivium. Oh just yeah. Any any metal fans will know what I'm talking about. But yeah. Super cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I mean I, I was just I was thinking probably the most mainstream ones and there you go. You kinda came out of nowhere with a much better example. Um, says, what teams, sorry, sirens on my end, what teams would you wish to handle the various aspects? For example, Vertical Robot for their render tech, ILM XLab for their haptics, Funktronic Labs for their sound design. What about character designs, animation, community engagement, response to feedback, etc.? You get the idea. Well, we sort of got the idea. And, uh, I, I, I came up with kind of a list of all the different categories that I'd be concerned, uh, 
I'd be concerned about when, uh, when, when developing a game. And so Miles, you and I are, are currently the game directors. We're deciding what kind of game this is going to be. Okay. So before we even start assigning roles to different developers and saying, you're on graphics and you're on audio and you're doing this, you and I need to come up with a game together. Uh, okay. and so what would be our perfect PSVR two game? Steve IRE is one direction of super group. I'm so, I'm glad you're on topic, man. I'm glad you stay on topic. <laughs> Focus. Um, <laughs> what well, dream, dream PSVR two game. Let's, let's start with the basics. Open world. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think it's got to be a game that can be played single player, but also multiplayer with the social component. Yes. So I know that this is going to be a bit of a, a lazy like dig straight away, but like uh, Naughty Dog with their factions, this un, unannounced title, everyone's thinking it's going to be like a division version of The Last of Us. Like, wow, I love playing The Last of Us single player, but can you imagine being in this open world with your friends doing missions, kind of like the Destiny sort of stuff? And I just feel like my dream VR game is you think about a lot of these games we play, but it's like, can you imagine doing this in a, on a bigger scale with friends? So I think, I think, yeah, it's got to be open world social co-op. Um, yes, I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, I just seen the different trailer playing. So I'm sick of the one that's playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get so distracted easily. Okay, so single player or co op, open world, um, setting. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm such a modern setting, contemporary guy. Like when things are super relatable to me, like, like I walk down a city, like, cause I'm, I, I don't even like being in the country. Like I just hate it. Like I love being in a city. I like being, um, like everything being like somewhat modern. Uh, can you get on yeah. board with that or do we have to, or is there a different? Yeah, time no, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, I like fantasy and stuff, but like, um, I mean, look, even recently playing survive, um, for all the criticisms it can have the, yeah. the amount of fun, just going into homes, like in just being in towns and like exploring it. It's cool. Cause it's just like, that's what VR, VR is escapism. And there are different types of escapism. Some escapism is being in places that are completely removed from your reality mm -hmm. and other forms of escapism, which I thoroughly enjoy are it's our world, but one without consequence, like you can do shit you wouldn't normally do. So I'm definitely up for it. So how's that defined as like a genre? It's just like modern. I just, I'm trying, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure out what game we're putting together. Yeah. 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 No, so, I agree. I so, just don't know. I don't know what it's defined as, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to say contemporary, uh, contemporary setting. Yeah. Um, now, it, it it might be depending on depending on who we get to do all this stuff, Miles. It's going to be real hard to create a living, breathing city. Do do we want? Speaking of survive, do we want it to be um, post apocalyptic, and then that way we have an excuse not to have characters everywhere, or do we want it teeming with people? Do we want this to be like Grand Theft Auto style? I'm going to leave this one in your hands. Oh, tough one, man. Tough yeah, one. That's why it's in um, your hands. <laughs> I'll take the easy ones. You take the tough ones. Um, I mean, I think there's got to have been some kind of conflict. There's got to be something that's changed it from like, I don't know. I think of like the most popular sort of open world games, whether it's like, you know, think Red Dead Redemption or, you know, even when you think of games like Destiny, like they're not, directly comparable like something has happened i know gta online is slightly different um but do i does it have to be post-apocalyptic or 
Yeah, I feel like there has to be something that differs from the world. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go post-apocalyptic. Um, okay, we'll go post-apocalyptic. We will say... I'm just making sure we get all these. By the way, in the chat, Frosted Behemoth Cat said, I think a big part of what makes, in the, by the way, coming from somebody who's uh, designed many games himself, uh, I think his viewpoint is very much appreciated. He says, I think a part of what makes would make a great VR game is the director. So you might want to come up with who would be the, the dream director of this game. So we're, he's trying to take that out of our hands and say, listen, we're coming up with the idea but also we need to assign somebody to like make sure that all of this goes well together. Yeah. Um, I can't think of, I can't think of too many game directors, honestly, like, you know, the first one that comes to mind is Hideo Kojima. And I'm like, man, I think once upon a time, Hideo Kojima made the games that I love to play. And then he started making movies <laughs> yes. right? around the time metal gear solid four came out. I said, I don't think this is for me anymore. Although I was drinking heavily then. And I used to fall asleep during all the cutscenes <laughs> because I was drunk. So I don't know if my viewpoint on that is valid. Um, but I would say somebody like Ken Levine from Bi Bioshock, right? Because that's the perfect blend of narrative. That's the perfect blend of, you know, uh, of action, boss fights, storytelling, amazing worlds, right? The dude just kind of understands what makes something uh, visually interesting and also knows how to tell a good story without constantly ripping the power, you know, the, uh, the control out away from the player. True. But I think if this is a super group, you could have Hideo Kojima teamed up with others that are balancing forces. Like, um, cause dude, if Hideo Kojima was announcing a VR game, dude, I'm doing it. Like it would be mind blowing. And I think it would, the, the, the whole nature of VR is you can't be put into cutscenes. So I genuinely feel he would, he would, if he was actually aiming at that, he would have a, a good stab at it. So, I mean, Hideo Kojima would be great. Um, I want to see what, um, oh crap, I forgot his name. Um, uh, Famido Uida, right? He's the game director for, um, uh, Team Eco, right? So they did Eco, The Last Guardian, uh, and right. Shadow of the Colossus, right? Because mm -hmm. they, they're, they're, they were masters at like these, giant worlds that felt like so so lonely and uh and I, and I feel like there's something something kind of magical there um so i mean if we're gonna if we're gonna make a dream team like i i just want to put him in there especially since we really haven't seen too much of him lately um and mm -hmm. you know, all of those games took years and years to make and, and the last guardian i feel like probably killed everybody on that team um so i'd like to see what he could make uh these days yeah but then also, I think in terms of storytelling teams, like Insomniac Games and um, Naughty Dog are like up there. Like when I think of their games, they're just brilliant storytellers, uh, especially when it uh, Insomniac Games and Naughty Dogs. So like in sure. terms of their, you know, obviously they do have directors and that, but in terms of they have a very, um, a very open team when it comes to developing stories, like they're very collaborative in, in their approach. Um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, and, and that they both deal with open-ish games, obviously Naughty Dog, not so much, but they do build expansive worlds. Um, dude, I feel like, I feel like the next Naughty Dog game is going to be open world. Like, I feel like they've been wanting to do that for a while. Like Uncharted 4 had all those open areas, right? Like where it's just like, it seems like they just desperately wanted to branch out and make their shit less linear. Um, I think we're going to see an open world game from Naughty Dog at some point. Um, 
Okay, so I like I like where we went with that. Uh, for the rest of this, I made sure to keep it VR developers only to make sure that mm-hmm. like you know we're talking because it would be dude. Can you imagine if we did the rest of the show and it were like, oh yeah, this guy who uh, made Silent Hill and uh, and this guy who made uh, Call this Call of Duty stuff and this guy who were like, okay, we, we get we got to give some shout outs to people who are well, actually making. Yeah, VR I mean, games. if we were gonna, I, I I would want a story that is like emotive. I love emotive storytelling in VR, and so I would go with someone like Goodbye okay. World Games, who did Before Your Eyes. Like they, you know, uh, there are obviously other other developers that have made very uh, thoughtful stories, but that was one that came to mind straight away. Yeah, dude. If you if you look at to the bottom of the list, uh, we do have uh, we do have some people for uh, for the narrative. And my first choice, obviously, was going to be Rob Yescombe because he wrote uh, the Invisible Hours and Farpoint. Um, and so, uh, so yes. he's, he's got not only a great history with VR stuff, but he's he's just ridiculously talented uh, all around. Um, I threw I threw in for for the narrative. I threw in Mighty Eyes for Wander mm-hmm. and Tin Man Games, who did. Um, Shit! Come on, come on! Somebody in the chat. Tin Man Games. Tin Man Games. They the did um... Table of Tales, the Crooked Crown. Right. Yep. I knew it would come to me, Miles. I just had to. I just had to let the caffeine seep, in, seep into my brain. Frosted Behemoth Cat with a ten dollars tip in the chat says, "Here's some. Here's some TP money for when the apocalypse happens, and maybe some coffee beans before that." Thank you very much. My coffee salutes you. Um, all right, man. So we've got an open world, single player, and co-op, contemporary setting, post-apocalyptic. I love content. We went contemporary, but post-apocalyptic, which is, I mean, I think doable, right? It, it, it's it's modern day setting, but the apocalypse has already happened. Um, so I think yeah, we can. Do it could that. be. It's just happened. It's just happened. You know what? We don't get enough games where that where that's the case. Too often, Dude, it's like, I would out. love to play a VR outbreak like literally the outbreak is happening complete and utter carnage like you're literally seeing society break so what what what's uh what's what's killing everybody what's what's is it is it a virus is it zombies is it we're, we're witnessing the outbreak happen um socks killer socks killer socks people are putting their socks on and then it's literally the sock keeps going up the leg and then it's and then they're doing this and it's and then they're a sock and they're a sock. The sock mechanics in VR would be unbelievable. <laughs> Literally unbelievable. People are like, how did this ever get made? Um yeah. But yeah, we don't we don't we don't get to do a lot of that in VR. I feel like The Last of Us, you know, gave us a look at oh, this is this this is the very first moment. Look how crazy this is. And then it was like, Oh, by the way, ten years later, or however many years later it was. Um and uh, you know, same thing with Fallout. Same thing with everything. It's just like they, they give us a peek, and then they don't let the, they don't let us get to keep playing that. And I feel like that's such a cop out. Like I really think uh, playing through an outbreak would be amazing. But I also think, as you as we saw in the beginning of The Last of Us, probably real expensive to make, mm-hmm. right? Because things are Dude. constantly exploding, planes are crashing, built, yep. trucks are yeah. Yeah. But also, you think about the Terminator movies. It was always about spoilers about Judgment <laughs> Day, like when the, the the robots were unleashed. And yeah. in one and two, it was always like, oh, and, and then this happened. And then I think it was in Terminator Three. It was just as the event happened, and then it's this whole like, and then the robots took over. They never talk about it because it that is an expensive bit of storytelling to do. But look, this is about our dream game. This is like the day the world. This is the because that's how you build story as well. Yeah, 
You know, you get okay. to see. Obviously, it's great at the beginning of The Last of Us, the game. You get to sort of see things as they happen. But well, this is great because was... in VR, right? Like this is this this stuff would actually be terrifying in VR because I, I you know, you know me, man. Like if I'm going to make a dream game, it's going to be horror, but. It doesn't have to be like supernatural horror. It doesn't have to be zombies. It doesn't have to be anything like that. It can just be terrifying because shit's collapsing all around us, right? So it can be horror on that level. And something that's in doing, doing this kind of stuff in VR will be terrifying. And so I, I think, I think we accidentally made this kind of perfect for me. I, I think this is, I think we nailed it. No, this intentionally did it because we are brilliant game directors. Oh, right, right, right. Because, because it's, we, you, because it's you, me, uh, uh, and for me to all Umida, the game right? Hideo Kojima, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, yep. Okay, we're sending this live stream to Jim Ryan afterwards and saying this is our pitch. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> watch all five hours. They're obviously going to go for it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Okay, so uh, so I think I think we I think we've kind of got it, man. We've got a loose loose setting for this. I think I think this is pretty good. Um, and I'm, and I'm really excited to to kind of like go through this. By the way, Waleed is now a GameCat, specifically a White Tiger. Uh, who, by the way, I, I don't know if you guys saw um, on the first day of um, of Sci-Fi GameCat's Henry Sci-Fi GameCat Henry's vacation, where the first day we didn't have timestamps, Waleed stepped the fuck up and sent me timestamps. And so that means we only had to suffer five episodes without timestamps instead of six. So thank you, Waleed. You're the best. Uh, I do think. Um, I do think sci-fi is back from vacation, so maybe we'll be getting timestamps. I don't want to put any pressure on anybody. Um, but please, if you love timestamps, be respectful, right? Because people are volunteering their time to make that happen. People come out demanding timestamps. It's very disrespectful. You're not getting them if sci-fi game cat Henry doesn't do them. So be nice to the dude. Be nice. That's all I'm saying. I don't have time to go and do timestamps. Uh, Wally says, uh, with a Canadian $5 tip says, I've played four reprojected games so far. <laughs> Horizon demo, Resident Evil 8, Gran Turismo 7, Synapse. Only Horizon looked bad. The rest are amazing and reprojection for me improves them. So, Miles, uh, I just redownloaded Call of the Mountain and, yep. uh, and before Sunday's show, I will have played it or at least, you know, part of it again to, to refresh my memory and see what launch day games actually looked like because it's been a while, man. I've been reviewing new games and I have no idea what Call of the Mountain looks like by comparison. So especially now with my Hans VR lenses. Nice. Yeah. I did. I, I did read that. He's getting his. Oh, I didn't even read his initial membership tip. Um, he said he'll be getting the Hans VR lenses this week. Um, nice. which another pair sold only because no one else is sending me their lenses. I'm not, I'm not intentionally doing this. I, I got them and love them. Macho Vasquez with the $10 tip says Naughty Dog or Ubisoft or Rockstar open world survival versus nature, uh, animals, zombies, raiders, crafting, looting, realism. I definitely want to be realistic. Um, yeah. Uh, realist, realistic gun mechanics, big social aspect, PVE, big, this is it. co-op. Uh, yeah, he's kind of nailing it. Different areas slash settings. Yes. Um, he's saying, he's saying PVP. So I think he, he's kind of looking at like a, like kind of throwing elements of Ghost of Tabor into, uh, into our big survival game. Um, so maybe, so maybe, yeah, we're saying, we're saying like single player or co-op. I think maybe we should also consider the PVP element here where there's other faction, other people out there that are, uh, want to steal our shit. That would, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Ghost of Tabor works this way, but I think of the old, old days of, um, RuneScape, which was, it was like you're on your own journey, but they had areas that when you go into them, they're PVP areas. So you only go there if you're willing to 
fight other people uh, and then you can lose your stuff. So I think that could work. You have PvE co-op and then you have some PvP areas which are like, you That's know, smart. I like in, that. In, in, in post-apocalyptic worlds, it's always like, you know, areas. It, it, actually, in The Division, they have it as well. They have, um, um, I, I haven't played the second one, but in the first one, I'm sure it's the same in the second. They have these, like, no-go zones. And if you go in them, it's all v all. Um, so it's, like, ruthless. So I, I think that's how you could do it. So you don't and have in to terms do that, of like, though. You don't have to do it. Yeah, exactly. You so, you, so if you're not a PvP kind of person, you can just play, sorry, more sirens. You can just play yourself or co-op or whatever, right? Yep, that's it. Cool. Very cool. Uh, by the way, um, Wally, Wally says, with a $2 Canadian tip, I can do today's timestamps if sci-fi is not. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I'll, I'll I'll let you know, man. But thank you very much for, for asking. I haven't been in touch with Sci-Fi GameCat, Henry, since he's gotten back from his vacation. Uh, I don't want to assume anything, but we'll find out. GameCat Chicago with the $5 tip says, Dream VR Games ESRB rating. Will there be gore, drugs, nudity? Uh, this is absolutely a mature game. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm, we haven't actually said like what the threat was that did it. I'm socks. just gonna like. Oh, okay, socks. But I, I was gonna say, if this was a VR game IP, dude, I would lose my mind. Cloverfield. If it was a Cloverfield VR game, dude, great. that with like a massive like because Cloverfield, that movie of the sense of like you don't know what it is. Like someone mentioned War of the Worlds in the chat. It's 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 that feeling of and it's same with the beginning of The Last of Us. It's that feeling of like what is it? What's going on here in Sirens? But if there was a sort of a Cloverfield Statue of Liberty's head getting lobbed down the street, but um yeah, I think if we were to go with a big IP, I would say Cloverfield. Yeah. Because that would be sick. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm all about um I'm all about some brutal gore. Um I'm all about some nudity. Uh I'm all about yeah, man, let's just let's just let's just make this as mature as possible. And sometimes make getting an M rating makes it super immature. I'm down for that too. Like let's <laughs> let's just make it fun and over the top. Well, n- you nude except for the feet, always wearing socks. Always wearing socks. That's now, my poem. It's, it's no longer my dream VR game. Is it, oh, is it not? I thought it would be. No, I don't like socks. socks. Oh, no. I think you, okay. Been through this. Yeah, Cloverfield. Okay, pay awesome. DLC. P, P DLC, you can remove the socks. Okay. I will pay. I'll get the, I'll get the special collector's edition. Um, <clears throat> all right, man. I don't want this to, I don't want the show to go on all night. So it's time to start tackling some of the core key elements of, uh, Mad Vegan's full penetration. <laughs> hey, what the fuck, man? Why not? You know? Yeah, the bullets, armor piercing. All of it agreed. Just, uh, just, just full heads up. It's only man on man action. Sorry, shoving it down your throat. <laughs> uh, who's going to handle the physics here? Uh, we, we're talking, talking about when we talk about physics in the game. Uh, we're talking about the water physics, the collision detection, ragdoll physics, conveying the weight of weapons. Like who, who has been the best? Uh, who's got the best, best physics engine in VR? What? Well, when I think of water, I just think of better than life uh, with with kayak VR. Like oh, so good, yeah. They just sma- they just smashed it. Like when I saw that water, and the and the thing I said to them straight away. Again, going to be very brief about this because we could talk so much about each of these points. But I was like, the first thing I did in um, Call of the Mountain after playing kayak VR was when I was on the boat. Was I stuck my head in the water? And it just clips out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas on kayak VR, when you stick your head in the water, you actually see the, wa- the what's underwater, 
your your vision is sort of a bit different and things sound different um they really thought about that so yeah um would happily have them do the water th- physics but yeah. um I, I agree. I agree with you. I think the water physics in that game are awesome. Obviously, that's kind of what they're selling the entire game on. Like, if they screwed up the water physics or the or the look of the of the water, they would be they would have been in really big trouble. I think. Um, I, I think my uh, I, I think my first. We've got so many studios, and I, and I don't want to start assigning the same studio to do everything. I, I think maybe we should limit each studio that we pick to do one job only. Right. And so, like Skydance definitely comes to mind because, like, you think about uh, walking around the Saints and Sinners and like your shotgun has heft to it, right? Like maybe almost to a fault. <laughs> um, and so, and so I think a more well-balanced thing might be alchemy labs with, uh, with job sim and vacation sim and obviously cosmonius. Like they, they, everything you threw, what the, the shit that you throw in those games, um, the stuff that you use, it, it, it all sort of reacts the way that it should. Uh, and I don't think alchemy com- shows up anywhere else on my list. So they might be, <laughs> they might be my best choice for these, for this uh, category. Cool. Uh, haptics, Miles. Haptics. We're talking about headset haptics, the rumble. We're talking about sense controllers. Uh, we're talking about adaptive triggers. All of this stuff falls under haptics. Um, what, what games on PSVR 2 have felt the best for you haptic-wise? I might have a recency bias on this, but <laughs> I genuinely feel that it's undeniable. Um, the developers of um, Star Wars uh yes. tells from the galaxy edge like we, we always say the drip the drilling the guns the cooldown it just feels amazing um so ilmm i ilm lab aren't they although haven't they changed the name or is that what their new name is um i have no idea if they've changed their name or not but yeah ilmx lab is yeah they're, they're called now ilm immersive that's oh. their new yeah that that's their new name. They changed it to I L M immersive. Way yeah. better. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it does. Twenty percent easier, <laughs> as opposed to I am yeah. totally. Yeah, I agree with you. That's not even recency bias for me. That is uh, when I played that. That was one of the earlier games I reviewed because when I first jumped in, I was like, oh, all the blasters feel different. Like when you fire them, the triggers feel different. The the haptics, the 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 kickback feels different. The recoil, um, and, and it, yeah, all those tools like. I should have gotten sick of using all those tools to open up all of those metal plates, right? And then solve those little puzzles. I should have gotten sick of all of that, but the haptics made it fun. Like it made it feel yeah. good through the entire game. And so I never got sick of it. Um, so I, I'm with you, man. ILM X Lab for sure. Awesome. Or I'm sorry, ILM Immersive. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Shooting mechanics. We're talking about um, the best game where you can aim down the sights. Uh, the reload mechanics, obviously, you know, manual reloads is a big thing. It's gotten bigger and bigger throughout the years. And now, like, I don't think it's ever been bigger now with PSVR 2, uh, especially since you don't have to put one move controller in front of the other and screw things up. Uh, this, this, yeah, this is, uh, oh, and of course, weapon variety too. This all goes into shooting mechanics. So which, uh, which company's done this best on PSVR 1, PSVR 2? Oh, that's a real tough one. Um, because I do find, well, I'll give you an example, really. Like, something that really surprised me when I, pr- I played Survive was the bow and arrow in it feels amazing. Like, when you're using it and you're hitting enemies, it yeah. feels great. And then I recently played Swordsman VR, which I love, and I use their bow and arrow and longbow 
and I couldn't shoot it for shit. <laughs> like Come on. it just didn't. And it it was just like, I, it didn't feel, and maybe I just needed to get used to it. And I was just I, at that moment, I was like, wow, survive, like really did nail it in that game. Like, yeah. um, Listen, janky I, as hell, man. But when you get used to it, everything starts feeling right. And I'm like, which is scary. Like I'm, I feel like, I feel like it's the, uh, I, I don't know, man. I feel like the, the, the <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say, man. I just, I feel, I, I feel like when I go play another game, I'm going to be like, oh, right. This is how reloading should feel. Oh, right. It's like Stockholm syndrome, right? It's like when you, when you, when you're yeah. convinced after playing something for 20 hours, you're like, oh, no, this is good. It is good. Just let right. me go. It is. And I, yeah. But I haven't played another game since. So I'm a little bit right. concerned that it's like a case of Stockholm syndrome. Right. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, look, uh, <laughs> candy makers behind survive. I'm not saying I would nominate for this. Um, bankrupt games though for, yeah. uh, love. Pavlov, um, Pavlov just feels great. Like, um, when I came to PSVR two, one of my concerns was, ah, oh, having to manually reload guns. Um, but that was just cause I'd always use move controllers, which mm-hmm. always made things in saints and sinners. I never used a shotgun cause it was just a nightmare to reload every time when you're under pressure, but now oh, I got on good PSVR two, I got good at it. Even on PSVR one, like I oh, was shocked yeah. when I got good at it. Yeah. Well, there we go. Well, that's that's cool. Well, so yeah, I think Vancrupt, all their guns do feel very different, and they've got such a wide range of weapons, and it feels like the kind of developer that would be great at making diverse weapons for an open world. Like, um, yeah, I, I like the mechanics for it, and also they have the mechanics of like being able to lie on the floor with the guns, um, you know, and get into prone position and stuff like that. All the attachables. So bankrupt games would be a nomination for me, whether it's the, the one we can think of, whatever's are coming to mind to you. Because like First Contact Entertainment and that, like they're incredibly polished, but right. I do find they're polished in their situation. Mm-hmm. So like um, Firewall Zero Hour, the the guns are amazing, but with it is very aim. much like yeah, yeah. But you're, oh, with the aim as well. But it's like you're always holding the guns there. Yeah. It's not. Um, I Single mean, they, button I reload. Said, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, th- I think, I think the ultra mode of Firewall Ultra will prove to everybody if, uh, if First Contact has the chops to, to make uh, a good first person shooter without, you know, without DM controller, without, uh, with, with manual reloading. I think this is, this is all to be seen, right? TBD. We can't, we can't give the role to them yet because we don't know if they're deserving of it yet. Um, Two important tips on topic. Macho Vasquez with a $2 tip says, uh, weapon mechanics, Pavlov developers or combat waffle studios, uh, combat waffle being ghost Tabor, I believe. Uh, and I will say, despite playing the jankiest version possible on the quest, uh, it still felt good to use those weapons. So I'm kind of with them. Uh, also Par- parasite 82 green with the five quid says, Im- imagine a co-op quiet place vr game where you have to keep your voice down or mute your mic when the enemies are near great show guys sick okay that would be it i'm going with parasite i'm going with parasite 82 because you said you said cloverfield and i love cloverfield but this i think makes for a better open world game right because the threat is everywhere and then you can use the mic volume ah this would be good i like this a lot yeah we're changing it it's quiet place game now (laughs) you did it parasite i love it okay uh, so yeah, I mean, I will, I will just throw out a nomination here for, um, 
Um, I, I mean, for a couple studios, I think for Servios, because Servios, uh, straight out of the gate, right. With, uh, with, with raw data on PSVR, uh, you know, so a lot of studios were still trying to figure out how are we going to do shotguns? How are we going to do pistols? How are we going to do bow and arrows in VR? How does all this work? And Servios goes, we're going to give you a game with all of that and we're going to nail it all. And it's like, huh? All right. Good job, guys. Like they figured that shit out early. Um, so Servios, I think gets a nod here. Um, but also, uh, Capcom because, Dude, maybe it's maybe it's just the haptics in the headset, but firing a shotgun in yeah. village like is just so impactful. It's like every time, like that's yeah. I, I imagine firing a shotgun would go in real life. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, what are we going to have? Sort of a, a compilation for this one? No, no, no. We're giving it to bankrupt. But I just didn't want those other ones to go on un, uh, okay. unnoticed. All right. But you're not always going to have a gun, Miles, because this feels like some kind of survival game. We're going to be, you know, running out of ammo a lot. We're going to be doing some melee combat. We're going to be fucking those aliens up big time. And we're going to be doing that with hand to hand melee combat. Um, what's going to be, what's going to be in our hand? What kind of weapons are we using? And then, and then who's designing the, the melee combat system? Saucepans, uh, kettles, um, skateboards. You know. Can we, dude, have, I could fuck someone up with a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you could. The skateboards yeah. are pretty bad, especially if you get them with the the right end. Mm. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. All right, who's gonna uh, who's who's gonna develop the melee combat? I mean, Sin Studios comes to mind straight away because I've always said Swordsman, like, and I Swordsman VR, I love so much on PSVR too because it just with the the haptics, the the way I always describe it is it's the fact that they've managed to capture the feeling of parrying. You know, you're, and that's why Swordsman yeah. VR was great on PSVR, but it's even more so. You're parrying with thin air. You're not actually hitting someone, but you do get a sense of like, oh, if I don't do that there. Uh, it, like a different example would be Until You Fall. Like, great game that's to do with parrying, but it's arcadey parrying mm-hmm. of like that position there and there. No, Swordsman sometimes gets messy. And there's a lot of great games that I've played where the, the melee is just... Um, actually, we were talking about Survive. Survive, I don't like the melee in it. I think it's like every time you hold a weapon with two hands, your hands start, like, doing this. And, like, it's just so bizarre. Um, so, yeah, Sin Studios. Uh, and I've always said I want them to use everything they've learned with Swordsman to make a fully-fledged, like, co-op game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Well, this is, this is... I think this is the... Um, this is the Sin Studio conversation we've been wanting to have for a really long time, right? Because we, we've been constantly saying, hey, we, we want Sin Studio to team up with uh, another team or take the things that they learned in Swordsman and make like a big open world RPG adventure where this is just the combat and then like make sure you add deep mechanics. And so we're sort of doing that and giving maybe Sin Studio the role of what they're really good at. I think so this is like kind of an evolution of that conversation that we've been having for years now. Um, I do want to point out, in case you didn't see, Emily Baxter in the chat uh, said, you better not make that fucking game cartoony. <laughs> uh, the $2 tip, she says, the so weekend shady. is now official. Uh, dude, I want this game to be as realistic as possible because I want something that pushes the PSVR 2 to the limit. I want this to be a visual toward the force. I want it to be beautiful. I want it to be running 90 FPS, right? I don't think, I think 120 is asking too much, but whatever we can do with 90 FPS, uh, so no reprojection required. Um, yeah. I'd be pretty happy with that. Uh, I have a cat in my way, but I promise you, I'm going to read out the next tip right now with Dratz Ebb. Dratz Ebb. 
Drats. I feel like if I read it too many times, it's going to be some kind of racial slur or something. Drats. Uh, the $10 tip says, Edge of Tomorrow live, die, repeat, would also make a fantastic <laughs> open world game. I think I think mm. Drats Eb wants it to be a roguelite. <laughs> like, yeah. Is that sort of like the movie equivalent of a roguelite shooter? Yeah. Yeah. You're playing. You're playing social co-op with your friends, and your friend dies. You're like, "Oh, where are they respawning? Oh, now they're in a different dimension. It's procedurally generated. They're on a different server now. Yeah, <laughs> we'll never see them again." <laughs> All right, moving along, we've got. Uh, okay, so so I said uh, the only other studio I thought of for melee combat, actually, uh, you had mentioned Shell Games, but like you said, they sort of did it great in Until You Fall, but only in that sense. Uh, I don't think they've proven that they've got the chops for. Uh, for an actual full-fledged melee combat game. Um, <clears throat> Highwire. Highwire made Golem. Uh, and, right. uh, you know, I'm going to bat for Golem all over the place, right? Because I love Golem when a lot of people didn't. Uh, yeah. And, and that sword play, that, that fast pace, uh, parrying, attacking, blocking, it all felt really, really good, even with the move controller. It felt really, really impactful. You're taking down these giant Golems, and, like, it just felt great. Um However, still kind of a one-trick pony to some degree or another, so I think I think we have to go with Sin Studio. Okie dokie. Yeah. Um, who's going to do the graphics, Miles? Now, when we talk, now I want to be very clear: graphics. Okay, we're going to get to environments later. We're going to get to character models later. Graphics more in line of like the technical side of things, meaning the resolution, the frame rate. The thing that everybody in the chat's going to go vertical robot for—that's what yeah. we're talking about here, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, vertical robot was exactly what came to mind. Um, I, I just when you see stuff like Red Matter Two or Kayak VR, I'm just mm-hmm. like, if this handful of people achieve this, what can they teach these bigger, bigger companies? And the reality is, when you make bigger games, there's new. Uh, bottlenecks that stop you from being able to do stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I think for the sake of like our dream game and like what we're seeing as like the benchmark, I think um, Vertical Robot is what comes to mind straight away. I agree. That's what comes to mind the straight away. is just unbelievable. Yeah, and we, and we know that they're you know they've done they've worked magic on Quest, they worked magic on PSVR one, so we know they weren't a one trick pony. We know that they know their shit. We know they they managed to get ray tracing out of the Quest. Like I mean, they're kind of fucking magicians to some degree or another. Um, so like as much as I want to give a shout out to like one White Moon Dreams, uh, who ported Saints and Sinners chapter one and two over to PSVR two, and again. Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 running at 90 FPS with no reprojection. Like, I mean, like, it looks stunning. It looks beautiful. When we all played it, we were like, oh, man, we already played Gran Turismo. We already played Village. But I think Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 is the best-looking game on the headset until we played Red Matter 2. Um, and so there, I think White Moon Dreams is up there. Um, Vertical Robot, for sure. Mighty Eyes, again, because want- look at what they did with Wanderer on PSVR 1. Right. We saw those trailers and kept saying, there's no way. There's no way this is PSVR footage. This is obviously PC VR footage. And this, it, it's not going to look, and then we played it and we're like, holy shit. This, you, like they kind of pushed that headset to the limit. They pushed the PS4 Pro to the limit. So, uh, so I, I think they're right up there, man. I think they could absolutely be a contender. Um, but I think if we don't give it to Vertical Robot, the chat will fucking hang us up by our toes. Which yeah. might be fun. I don't know. I've never done that before. Mm. Okay. 
Okay, so I just went on this big rant. And now we're just going to give it to Vertical Robot. Yeah. <laughs> All it's right. It's done. It's done. Moving on. Character models. Character models. Yep. This is, so this is not just this is not just uh, NPCs. It is obviously NPCs and out in the world. Uh, but it's also when you look down and you see like your own body, like uh, how how the whole uh, IK works. It's 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 everything. Who do you have? You, you, you lead with this, Brian, because I actually I need to have a big think about this. Um, yeah. Okay, so we put down um, put down Cloudhead games. Uh, and not because of Pistol Whip, obviously, but because uh, of their earlier games uh, had a much more realistic art style. The uh, the gallery games, uh, but but the one that I I think I would stand behind would be London Studio with Blood and Truth. Those character models looked super realistic um, and just so lifelike. I, I think they killed yeah. it with that, like above and beyond that's, even the environments. That's actually a really good shout. And we've obviously got Rebellion as well, who've worked on Sniper Elite. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, from from those that you've mentioned, I think London Studio definitely. Uh, and it would be also good to bring them back for a project, right? Um, yeah. But then also when I think of character models, I, I don't want to go with Vancrupt Games again. But when when I think of them, like the the character models work great and like the mouse move. Even when you've got characters <laughs> yeah. that are wearing the face masks, the face masks move when they talk, and you've got the eye tracking as well. But that's something that can be adopted by other other people, and I'd love to see London Studio sort of adopting that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think London Studio. Uh, Looper in the chat says Cyborn Games, uh, who made Hubris. Uh, I think I think they did a really good job of that. Uh, the the character models in Hubris looked really good. Uh, I just don't think I just don't think anything comes close to London Studio. Um, I'm just looking to see if anybody else. Secrets of said super massive games. Oh yeah, dude! Remember in uh, in Russia Blood, uh, the Carnival Barker, and then anything. Yeah, yeah, those were really, really well done. The the uh, psychiatrist who like is constantly like in your face in the inpatient. That all looked really good too. Damn, this is now. But now those are all, those are all those are all set pieces though, aren't they? Not to take it away from them, but I'm like, they're all. Do you know what I mean? They're not. Your, I guess your character. What your character models like in in um, the impatient? Can you see yourself? Well, you're in a wheelchair the whole time. Um, okay. Oh wait, no, you're not. I'm sorry. That's for part of it. You're not. You're not in a wheelchair the whole time. Uh, yes, if I remember correctly, you can look down. You definitely have full arms, and I think you do have a full body the whole time. Right. Yeah. Um. Cool. Man. It's so funny. Uh, the, the reason the reason um, Rebellion was on this list was because we were talking in voice chat prior to the show, and we we're talking about like insane melee kills, or um, that kind of like do the Mortal Kombat, um, you know? Right. Yes, right. The 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 X ray vision, right, or the sniper yeah. elite X ray vision. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly why Rebellion was on there, right? Because when you kill an enemy and you see like the bullet, you know, go through <laughs> their bone and you see it shatter and go through their testicles like just like this is ridiculous um yeah that, so i mean like so rebellion i think would actually do a great job for different reasons depending on how brutal this game gets but right for just straight up london for just straight up character models and especially the faces i think i think london studio works awesome what's next miles environments which um, I think gets to like a big debate in flat screen games when it's about graphics is there's a lot of discussion around what's the best looking game. And a lot of people tend to forget the difference between 
like um, Horizon Forbidden West is one of the best looking games in terms of like resolution and clarity and foliage and everything. Mm. But like, and and actually, I, I would argue for 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 art. Um, what's it called? Like art design. But um, like when uh, one of the best looking games was argued to be Elden Ring. Elden Ring isn't actually that great looking in terms of resolution mm-hmm. or, or in terms of fidelity, but the actual art design is just phenomenal. And so those are two things. I think when we're looking at environments now, it's like, let's say we've got, you know, all the graphics being worked on, but in terms of actually painting the landscape and giving it the art style, um, Capcom, uh, I know we've got on this list to talk about Capcom, just their environments are just unbelievable. Like they're so good at creating mood. Um, and you feel like you're in real places. Um, I'm always blown away with what Capcom does. Yeah. Yeah. It, w- it would be hard to argue uh, against Capcom taking the lead on this because, you know, not only did they make a game that looks great on the flat screen, but it translated to VR so well. Um, and so what they're doing over there with the RE engine uh, is working, is working perfectly. Um, you know, obviously we could go further with this. We could talk about um, fire Sprite with call of the mountain, uh, which is just like, it's a beautiful game. But I, I think what Capcom did with Village shows so much variety that didn't exist in Call of the Mountain, right? Call of the Mountain was very much a game that stayed like within its lane and, 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 and say it most was mostly outside and mostly mountainous with some ice and, you know, things you expect to see. Didn't go too crazy with the variety. Uh, and, I, and I think Capcom showed us so much variety from start to finish with uh with village and so i think i think we've got to go with them although i do feel like it's cheating right because they're this big triple a studio not strictly vr but i'm fucking let's cheat and make an amazing game yeah yeah all right man what about uh what about when you go into the world you interact with it like obviously we just talked about environments but like sometimes the thing that makes games in vr amazing are the vraf elements like the 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 world interactions uh, this means cover system when you when you pick up items how that works are you gonna are you gonna do the half-life alex or or, or rape the oblivion afterlife style where you kind of like you know throw it into your own hand are you gonna you know how, how is all this gonna work you know climbing elements any all the world interactions i think almost you know i'm 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 wondering if we need to combine some categories here, but you know, it may, we'll, 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 we'll deal with it when we get to it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, at first glance, and I don't think this is who we're going to go with. I did think of, um, ramen VR, uh, behind Zenith oh, because yeah. like when I think about the cooking and like, you know, flying and you can climb on absolutely anything. I think in terms of, because I, I think when we're talking about world interactions, we're talking about who's actually going to implement it. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of scope of like making a world where everything is interactable, I think they nailed it. But then I also think other games have done a great job as well. Wanderer developers um, have been brilliant with that. Um, but yeah, when I think about like grounded, like who's actually going to be able to make the interactions that everything feels great. Um, you know, I do think that um, Skydance would be, would be on it. Um, I I just think about going through every cupboard, you know, everything is, you can check through. Um, Who've you got, who who would you say comes to mind for you? I mean, end dreams is another. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's end dreams is hard to argue with because 
I mean, Fract felt so good. You could just grab onto a surface and pull yourself into cover. Great. Um, but I think <clears throat> uh, Twitcher in the chat says, actually, list my next one that's on this list, uh, Vitruvius VR. Uh, Twitcher says, Vitruvius VR for VRAF mechanics, the fathers of the very term VRAF. And that's true. When Jeremy and I were doing an episode of Why We Love um, Shadow Legend, he, he basically yelled out that it was virtual reality as fuck. Like he just yelled that right. out. And, I was, and so ever since then, VRAF became a term that we used on our channel. Um, <clears throat> and so I do think that Vitruvius does stuff that not a lot of other studios do. You know, I mean, when you bought stuff from a store in Shadow Legend, you like put the stuff you wanted to buy like on the counter and then you took money out of your inventory and you put it up, you put a bag of money up on the counter. Like awesome. So good, man. It's so good. Like, you know, when you wanted to like sharpen your sword, you'd actually use the grindstone. Like you didn't just click a button and say sharpen sword. You'd use the grindstone. You actually did it. Was it a little bit flimsy? Yeah, but it worked. And like the, the effort was there. Um, and so, you know, despite my love of Endream's cover system, I think I have to, I think I've got to go with Vitruvius on this one. Yeah. No, from what you told me there, because I actually never played Shadow Legend VR. I oh, missed man. out big time. Hopefully yeah. they bring it to uh, to PSVR too. It'd be really nice to get a uh, a deluxe edition of Shadow Legend with more areas. Love that game. <clears throat> All right, man. Uh, okay, so so here's we we got a couple things that sort of. Um, I, I think the next one sort of goes along with the last one. And this is the inventory system. Now, this is not just um, like your inventory. This is how you interact with your inventory and crafting, right? So it's like how it's like what you do with the items once you have them. And so I know this get, is getting really into like I like it minute details about about we didn't go nearly into the details of, of visuals or audio or anything else. But I think it's important to do this for a VR game because this is something that you care about more in a VR game than you would in any other kind of game. And so uh and so I, I've gotta I've gotta just say exactly what I want to say here. And that's the seventeen bit uh, had the best yeah. crafting system of any game I've ever played. Yeah. I mean Song of the Smoke comes to mind straight away for that. Um absolutely um yeah <laughs> i just yeah. kind of find like um how intricate it is and how specific um yeah yeah and shout out to skydance of course because uh ever since saints and sinners chapter one was a thing uh the number of times i've reached over my back for to get my inventory even in survive right you have to do this and then click the trigger for the inventory to just pop up in front of you um and so there's that, uh, if you guys have played wandering in space on PC VR, it's a similar backpack system. Like it just seems like so many games Did hubris. Is that how you get your inventory? Did you pull, you, you pull things out of your inventory like that and you put them in the inventory yeah. that way. Right. Um, and so it just feels like everyone's sort of been aping the saints and sinners formula ever since saints and sinners has been a thing. So just a quick shout out to skydance for coming up with that. Or what I I assume they came up with that. That's the first time I saw it. Um. All right, man. This is an open world game. How are we getting from one place to another? Are we we're, are we going to drive? Can we can we can we all? Can, what are we going to do, man? We got to run around, or are we actually going to get a vehicle? A quiet, if it's a quiet place, world. if it's a quiet place, you <laughs> have to keep quiet. You get a jet engine. <laughs> 
Yeah. How cool would it but be no, if you had a yeah. car in the Quiet Place universe and as you're driving, aliens are just smashing into your windshield and into your windows and your car only can make it so far because it eventually falls apart. Yeah. And so you only no. use it in case of emergency. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, Gran Turismo 7, uh, like... That does come to mind, but I'm like, that's mainly for flat surfaces. Very yeah. well-kept roads. Although they do the dirt racing, which does feel great. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's true. The rally racing was great in that game. Yeah. Um, I was very impressed by that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Polyphony um, definitely comes to mind. Um, I, I know you've got Rockstar written down because they did... Um, LNR um, VR case files, which yeah, which I never played, um, yeah, but I heard the driving and that was good. Yep, I mean that was like my favorite part. Anytime I got to get driving a car, oh, driving around in a car, LNR VR case files with two move controllers, and it was these cars from the what was that thirties? I forget, I forget what decade that was, um, but it's just like these big metal boats. It feels like just like you know rocking down the street, and it, and they conveyed that so well somehow. Um, so yeah, for for me it would either be uh, Rockstar or Polyphony. Oh, Chrome Colossus says no vehicle damage in Polyphony, so maybe we need that's, to. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the where we draw the line. Mm, well, who else would we get? Who's done really good with like damage, like car damage? Oh God! Can we get to Galaxy Cart guys? Then do damage. Car racing in the quiet place would be great. Yeah, with hot dog car. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what, dude? Like, I, anybody who's watching the show for more than a day knows that my dream VR game is will let me drive a car with one hand and shoot a gun with the other. And so, dude, even even in a quiet place, when you're driving a car and you can shoot aliens that are coming at you while you're driving, yeah. oh my god, dude! Like, this is this is the best game ever. Yeah. yeah, no, oh. I'm I'm for it. Chrome Colossus says the Dirt Rally guys did it. That was Codemasters. So maybe Codemasters. Codemasters. Yeah. Who are we going with? Yeah, we let's let's just go with Polyphony because okay, because because you know what? As long as we can drive in the game, I'm going to be happy. And Polyphony's got nothing to do, right? Now that we have Gran Turismo Seven, they got nothing left. There's nothing else. What we're going to do for music and SFX, Brian? Well, sound design. Yeah, so I don't think there's ever been a better there's better been I don't think there's ever been better sound design in a VR game ever than Astrobot Rescue Mission. I feel like the I mean I know that that doesn't relate to the game that we're playing uh, that we're trying to, that we're trying to create, but I do feel like talent is talent. And so if they were able to create this joyous, upbeat, over the top like can't help but smile uh, soundtrack and, and, you know, sound effects go right along with that. It, it all worked together really well. Um, I feel like that they could also create different kinds of moods. I think, I think they just know what they're doing. Um, so I would love to see their take on this style of game. What about you? I'm trying to think of games that really blew my mind with the sound design because it's just having played so many lately. There have been moments I've been absolutely blown away by the sound design. Um, I mean, Capcom, um, I just think about, without going into spoilers, but the first time you go into like a dark house and you're hearing like 
the creaking floorboards and movement around you. Yeah. Um, that was mind blowing. Like, but to be honest, the, and it's not to take away from the devs, the 3d audio that PlayStation offers is just incredible. Um, I think of, you know, it's why I would love Returnal to um, come to VR because um, Returnal blew my mind with the 3d audio, especially with bullet hell physics uh, mechanics. Um, And I think you could always tell instantly where the enemy was from where you could hear them. I think they're on the table, right? Because like we, we got stardust, uh on psvr1 so oh, i think housemark might be on the table for this oh okay in that case yeah let's do housemark because <laughs> nice. it blew my mind uh didn't they also win for sound design at the game awards um uh in 2022 let's see what did they win uh best audio they did win best audio in All 2022 right, well yeah we're gonna make them live up to that reputation yeah um all right, where are we at here? I think. All right, man. It's not. It's not going to be a VR game without puzzles. We got to make sure that AJ likes this thing, right? So, so who's made the best puzzle games in VR? Who's who's got the best puzzle design? I'll, oh, puzzle design. I'll th- I'll throw one at you. I think Tarsier with uh, with Static, right? I mean, oh, yeah. I, that game was all puzzles, but man, like they took the situation you were in holding a DualShock 4 and made an entire game based around that concept. And I, and, and, and I would love to see like what they could do. I mean, obviously they made Little Nightmares as well, which you know had puzzle elements. Um, so I'd love to see what they could do like in a first person, uh, full-fledged adventure game and how they would implement puzzles there yeah i i'm also thinking about like i I expect you to die uh in terms of like it interacting with environments those kind of puzzles yeah um obviously they've always been static but to see him do a game where actually no you can now walk around these environments and like we're gonna have puzzle elements um and they've always done it with narrative as well so um is that shell games um for uh what game I expect you to die. Yes, that's Shell. Yeah, yeah. AJ's in the chat uh, with with w- one of the games on my list, uh, or one of the developers on my list, White Lotus Interactive, who made Zing the Land Beyond, because um, <clears throat> that that was very. So, so here's here's what I'm looking at. I wonder the so far the two that I've brought up have been kind of horrible choices. It feels like they wouldn't be good team players because their games are based around the puzzles themselves. Right, it's it, they almost seem out of place when you experience them. You're like, what the, what the fuck? Like this is this is not something that you'd find in the real world. However, Fireproof Studios, who made the Room VR, I think is a completely different story. Right, I feel like they they understand escape rooms and they could find ways to lock you into the places that you've discovered and give you uh and, and make it really difficult for you to you know to find your way out. So I, I think I think Fireproof might be my my lead for this one. I'd be happy to go with that. Let me see if I have a trailer for the room. Just to, just to have it playing because we haven't changed it in a while. Here it is. Cool. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. All right. How many more of these do we have? <laughs> Jesus. One more. One oh, just more. one more. Sweet. Yeah. Co- co-op multiplayer. Um, oh, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of a, a, a first-party studio that I'd love to to... to develop this for um 
and um I would just love Bungie to be involved. Um just because I, I even thought about it, like again, I know we weren't going with flat screen developers, sure. but for like uh, gun mechanics, like the way they achieve that on a flat screen, I'd love to know how it would feel in a yeah. VR thing. Um, but yeah, um, I want to use that as a starting point for Bungie. I do want to go with a VR developer, but when I think of like co-op multiplayer done well, like Bungie have done it really good with, with, um, with Destiny in terms of polished, although it does have its limitations, uh, Raman VR, like the, the, the feeling that you can just go off and do anything. Um, I even yeah. think of like the developers of Rec Room, like so many different, uh, environments that you can you can work in, but they're working within the structure of Rec Room, which is set in different portals. But you think of all the quests you can go on, all the different game modes. If that philosophy was actually put into a uh, um, like a, a an open world game, um, I think that would be amazing. Um, and Rec Room, that is the name of the devs, isn't it? They are just Rec Room, I think. Yeah, they used to be against yeah. gravity, but then they changed it. Yeah, right. So uh, yeah, Rec I mean, Room actually would be a would be something for me because <laughs> they actually do have like um, they're a life service. Um, they they do have like um, battle pass elements in in their um, was it um, battle royale mode and things like that. Um, and they they have all these different environments. And I don't I think they wouldn't just bring it well, when it comes to cult multiplayer. This is the thing that's gonna. Like this is the glue that's going to bring it all together. Yeah. And so, regardless of what you think about how Rec Room maybe looks, or you know what the game modes are in terms of as a philosophy, um, and this is something I wanted to stay away from at the top of this conversation, but I will bring it in now that we're towards the end of it. Is when we talk about like social co-op, um, a big discussion that has been ha- happening with Meta is you know Mark Zuckerberg wants to build the metaverse and. Um, John Carmack, who was the founder of Oculus and he's recently left, he has said in interviews that one of his disagreements with Meta is Meta. Mark Zuckerberg believes we need to build the metaverse and everyone wants to live in it. John Carmack has always said he believes in building excellent games and experiences that build such a massive following and fan base that it then becomes a metaverse. So Fortnite's a great example of that. That game has become so popular that it is effectively its own sort of metaverse. And you could argue that Rec Room has done that as well. So um, I feel like for this one, it's quite a good one to end on. It needs to be a dev that understands like making worlds that you actually live in. And uh, I definitely feel that, um, yeah, Rec Room could be good for that philosophy. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Yeah, because I, I, was, I was with you with, um, with Ramen VR. Uh, but I think you made some really good points about the, the Rec Room team as well. Um, and so, yeah, cause especially considering like, I, I don't, I don't really, I'm trying to think of other games that sort of, you know, expose the philosophies of, of what we're going for here, uh, in, in a game that's, you know, lots of little groups or solo groups going out into this world and, ex- and having this adventure, uh, but also occasionally encountering other people who are on their own little adventure. Uh, I don't, I don't really know, like of other games like i mean like like maybe maybe can we get bethesda right because they've made vr psvr games they've made vr games um i know they're i know they're microsoft owned now but like fallout 76 i think expouse is what we're looking for is that not yeah i think you know, so. 
to 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 a, to a different degree. You know, it's like I, th- I think Rec Room does something very specific. But when you take when you take it like oh this giant open world and everybody's doing their own thing and encountering other people along the way, I think I think Fallout seventy six is what we're looking for. Um, which I, which isn't yes. something too many people throughout the course of history have said, Miles. Right, and and also like people get scared when they hear about uh, a game and like oh is that what you'd want it to be? It's like no, we're talking about like the elements and like right. this is a dream game. So people in the chat are panicking. Oh, live service! No, live no. service can mean a lot of different things. Like Gran Turismo Seven is technically a live service game. Like any game that is like permanently online for like multiplayer is live service. And the question you got to ask yourself is: Do you want it to be a static world or do you want it to be a world that evolves and breathes and right. and you know changes? And that's that's what you'd want it to be. You'd want it to be a livable, uh, a world that feels like it's living and breathing. So it doesn't mean you have to have battle pass and stuff like that. It, but a progression system, and um, you know, cosmetics and things that you can unlock by completing challenges. Yeah, I'd be all for that. Awesome datums in the chat says I've got over two hundred hours in Fallout seventy six. It's fun, damn it. <laughs> I enjoyed it when I played it. I just didn't stick with it past the beta. So um, yeah, if it, dude. Like every other game I've ever talked about in my life, it was in, if it was in VR, I would have played the crap out of that game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. So I think we've narrowed it all down. Are you are you going to be inputting this while I... Um, I, I'm literally uh, creating okay. a PlayStation press release for us now. All right. Uh, so here we go. We, uh, while, while you do your thing, I'm going to read off what we got, okay? That, I've, that got the, I've got the press release here from Jim Ryan. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck it. If you get the press release, then uh, then then I think it'll probably it'll probably cover everything I was just about to say. I was going to summarize everything, but if Jim Ryan's got a summary for us, then by all means, give it to me, baby. Uh-huh. And uh, uh-huh. he's obviously he's going to announce us what this game title is. Hopefully, I don't know. Okay, so he says, "Hello, PlayStation community. This is on PlayStation Blog just now. He's just been watching clearly." <laughs> He goes, as the president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, it fills me with immense pride to have launched the PSVR 2. Launch surpassed our expectations, proving once again that the gaming community we have built together is nothing short of extraordinary. Our commitment has always been to push boundaries, providing an immersive and diverse gaming experience that brings our wildest dreams to life. It's often said that the best is yet to come, and I firmly believe that, especially when it comes to the world of virtual reality. Today, I am thrilled to offer a glimpse into a project that we believe will take the PSVR 2 to new, unprecedented heights. Imagine an open-world game set in a modern, contemporary setting. Now imagine that world on the brink of an apocalyptic collapse, echoing the heartbeat of a society falling into chaos. Inspired by the thrilling cinematic universe of A Quiet Place, we invite you to experience the terror and exhilaration of survival in an impending invasion. We are closely working with the visionary rob uh is it yes yes comb yes how do you pronounce his name yes comb yeah who will be bringing his unique narrative style to this game as a mature offering players can accept uh, expect a deep captivating story that challenges moves and ultimately transforms an assemble of the most innovative studios is coming together to breathe life into this game from the water physics being designed by Better Than Life Studio <laughs> to the intricate physics systems Alchemy Labs is crafting, we're looking at a game that defies expectations at every turn. The tactile immersion brought by IOM Immersive Games Haptics and the high-stakes shooting mechanics from Bankrupt Games will meet Sin Studios' immersive melee combat, ensuring that every confrontation is as engaging as it is suspenseful. 
The game's breathtaking environments will be crafted by none other than Capcom, whilst London Studio will bring their expertise in creating stunning character models. Uh, Virtue vs. VR will enhance world interactions, making every detail of the game's world feel authentic and alive. I, I, I like that this is all great, and it's going to get to the end, and it's going to have the worst time <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's called VR, the game. <laughs> We've also teamed up with 17-Bit to develop an intuitive inventory and crafting system and uh, Polyphony Digital to provide thrilling driving mechanics that will keep your heart racing. The game's atmospheric music and sound effects are the proud work of Housemark and Fireproof Studios will enrich the game with mind-bending puzzles. Not to forget, this game isn't a solitary journey. Rec Room is on board, working diligently to provide a seamless and exciting co-op multiplayer experience. As we've pieced together this game, because it does sound like it needs piecing together. Yep. It's just a summary of everything we've just said. Yeah. Every studio's contribution is making our dream project even more ambitious and awe-inspiring. We believe this will be an unrivaled adventure for the PSVR 2. We're excited to finally announce the working title <laughs> of this grand undertaking is... A Silent Onset. A Silent to Onset? Onset, yeah. I don't hate it, Miles. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. That's that's but... shocking to me. <laughs> Prepare to immerse yourself in this groundbreaking VR experience set to debut in the holiday season of 2023. Oh, shit. It's almost here. It's almost here. The best first kept, previews of this. kept season ever. <laughs> the first previews of this incredible journey will be available in October, exclusively on my favorite YouTube channel, PSVR Without Parole. We're eager for you to step into this world we've crafted. Uh, we're crafting with such passion. Your continued support means the world to us, and we can't wait for you to experience what we believe will be a new benchmark for VR gaming. Stay tuned, and as always, happy gaming. Jim Ryan, President and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. That was incredible. Boom. Incredible. And Miles, after, after having heard that, every game that comes out between now and, and never, because that's never happening, uh, is just going to be so disappointing by comparison. I know you're always we're we actually believe a silent onset is on its way a yeah. silent onset wow it's so good it's so good I'm so excited for this game I, I'm, oh man I'm, I'm gonna it, I'll, I'll I'll share this on the discord so join the the discord and I will put this uh Jim Ryan note uh in there I'll just put it in general with no context so anyone that's not been paying attention to the show is gonna be like what what is this right um right uh, Chrome Colossus says, Jesus, a part of my dumb brain is now accepting this as a real PSVR 2 event. Bravo, Jim Ryan. Bravo. It, there's some, yeah, it, it, it feels, uh, it, it feels like it could be real. Yep. I, the only part that doesn't feel real is that, uh, it's coming this October. I oh, know, that's pretty bold. I think there might be a delay. It might get delayed. Izzard Gamecat Jason with a two quid says, game title, silence at my end, instead of sirens on my end. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Not bad. Uh, Parasite 82 uh, says it should be called Voiceless Soldiers. Not bad. Not bad. Steve Harry says it sounds like shovelware. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. That one hurt. I I just uh, hurt a lung somehow. Um, That's good. I like that. Macho Vasquez says Into the Dark. It, there's a game coming out called Into the Darkness, I believe, in early 2024 by Game Boom. So I think that would be uh, 
bad name, <laughs> but otherwise a good name. Oh man, that was that was a great finale, man. That, I, I was really happy that uh, that Jim Ryan was able to tune in to to the he, channel that he doesn't know. And exists. he made it happen. He was like, "This is great. Why didn't I think of this?" So yeah, fair play. Right? He fair made play. it happen fast. That's the important part. <laughs> um, all right, as we promised earlier, uh, this is not gonna, this show's not going to go on all night, um, but we do, of course, have to finish with a game of PSVR twenty questions. And Miles, if you're ready, I do have a game. Uh, I believe up in up and ready do i what happened um what happened uh you know it's funny uh i i was preparing for the show and at one point i forgot who was my who my uh who my co-host was right <laughs> and depending Sorry. on who it is i uh I, I have to check to make sure that they played it or are familiar with it and uh, so here we go. Oh, my, sorry. Macho Vasquez with $2 tip says perfect VR last of us plus the division plus what we've added. Yeah. <laughs> kind of sounds like that. You know, what's funny right. is that if we talked about the division. Yeah. And Ubisoft made plenty of VR games. We could have used Ubisoft. in Oh here. yeah. Right. Yeah. That would, mm, I, we, we got to start over miles. This, we have work to do. All right, man. Let's do this. Uh, everybody out there, please help Miles. This is never easy. It's always harder than it looks. I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock, clock on, on, up on the counter the way that Jeremy likes it. And uh, Miles only has six minutes and only 20 yes or no questions to figure out what PSVR or PSVR 2 game I'm thinking of. So help him. Good questions. Good suggestions. Let's do this. On your mark, get Dez. Go. Does it have multiplayer? Uh, not in a typical sense, no. No multiplayer in a typical sense. Um, is it, is it on PSVR 2? Yes, it is. Is it, is it, okay, this is the easiest way to ask it. Is it on PSVR? No. Okay. Just on PSVR 2. Um, is, is, is shooting a, a primary mechanic? Uh, no, no, no. Is it a sports game? No, that's five. Is it a puzzle game? No. Nope. Um, is it based on a popular IP? Uh, no, not no. Mm, no. Is it a in, music in, game? In in a roundabout way, it is a uh, music game. Okay. Yes, yes, it is. Okay. Um, which is why it'd be around about me. <laughs> There's lots of IP. Um, okay. Um, There's no multiplayer in it. Um, is it... Um, I, I, are you playing drums? Yes, you are. Okay. And are you on a boat? No, you're not. Uh, are, you, are you in hell? Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Is it is it drums rock? It is drums rock. Okay. Launch title February twenty second. PSVR two. Um, I don't know who was the first to get that actually because I saw someone say Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Musically, but did anyone say it earlier? That's just one of those examples in this game that if if the questions line up, it can easily narrow down. So um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, it, as I saw, no multiplayer music. Uh, yeah, um, and someone in the chat said uh, Ragnarok. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah, I never want to make it too easy, but uh, but man, that was that was that was fast. That was real fast. So, mm-hmm. Good job, everybody. Good job, Miles. Uh, all right, you, you guys. Uh, it is time for us to get out of here. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us and coming up with the best PlayStation VR two game ever made. Uh, it's going to be amazing, and it's coming so very soon. Uh, guys, don't forget to subscribe to Miles over at youtube.com slash Miles. He's got all sorts of stuff on the way. And even tonight, right after the show, yes. um, you're going to be doing uh, uh, your first Synapse. stream of Synapse. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm going to be doing it on my second account. So I'm going to be playing right from the beginning. Nice. And then I'm going to be doing a speed run on my actual account with all the bells and whistles and abilities to see how quickly I can get through the the first set of levels. Um, so yeah, literally as soon as this stream ends, I'm going downstairs and I'm firing it up, even though it's not scheduled for another 25 minutes. And I have a US and an EU copy of the game, uh, key to give away. So if you haven't been able to get a copy yet and you want to win one, um, I'm going to be putting them in the chat at some point during my stream. So, uh, don't miss out. I'll actually put the link in the chat now so you can set a notification, but, uh, It'll be nice, actually, because I'm sure there'll be a lot of people tuning in that don't normally because I'm not normally streaming at one in the morning my time. But Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. It's perfect for the West Coasters here in the States. Yeah. Right, they're just getting home from work right now. They, they, they need something to do. Just kick their weekend off right. Um, That's it. All right, Miles. Ho- hopefully it doesn't go too late for you. Hopefully you're not too tired. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so guys, make sure you check it out. Subscribe to Miles' channel. Thank you, everybody. Helps this channel run. Uh, like I said, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, uh, Waleed filled in temporarily. Thank you so much for the timestamps. Uh, Jamie, who puts this up on podcast services of your choice. Uh, all my moderators make my life so much better each and every day. Uh, everybody supports the channel financially over here uh, by being a member and over on Patreon by being a Patreon supporter. Patreon.com slash without parole games. Uh, everybody who tips during the show buys me pizza. That's basically what you're doing. Uh, keeping me alive. Uh, everyone who helps Miles with 20 questions, everybody who talks, everybody who chats, and everybody who sits back, watches the show, and doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. <sighs> Happy Friday, Miles. Happy Friday, Brian. Happy Friday, Game Cats. Uh, I might see you all in, like, five minutes. Told you. I told you he was going to ruin my outro. God fucking damn it. Let's go. That's what I do. <laughs> We've got Feel the Magic here. The Roar of Thunder Game Cats are loose uh, with the Australian $2 tip says, I'm wearing a sock on my doodle. Uh, I guess the weekend is officially here because people are That's fucking good. partying like it's like it's the weekend. Uh, also, good. I saw uh, Move Master Mick, the shape thrown PSVR Game Cat in the chat. It says, don't forget the top 25 Sunday. Uh, we won't forget. Make sure you guys don't forget. Don't forget. I feel really bad because in Discord, someone's already said, damn, for a sec, I thought that was a real, that was real and didn't read the top, just started reading from a new dawn in PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I did at the very top say, this is what we've discussed on the show. And someone just read the bold, a new dawn in PlayStation VR2 gaming, an exciting chapter awaits from yeah. Jim Ryan. So this will be fun. It's funny. In, in the thumbnail, I, I wrote Brian or Miles and Brian dream up the perfect PSVR2 game. The title of the video is just the perfect. perfect psvr2 game in the team behind it (laughs) so somebody could have easily tuned in halfway through and been like this sounds awesome yeah i can't wait to see it on kind of funny games daily uh (laughs) just (laughs) report
<laughs> oh man! Hey, uh, special special shout out! I just saw Izzard in the chat. Uh, special shout out to Izzard who uh, who suggested this topic. Thank you very much, man. This was this was a whole lot of fun. Uh, everybody, yeah, have an thank awesome you. night, good fun. and we'll see you over on Miles' stream in just a few minutes. Oh, in on Sunday. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, love you. Bye. <laughs>